You're listening to the Texian Review, a podcast with ideas as big as Texas. I'm Kate. And I'm Evie. And thanks for listening in. There is a new gym smack dab in the middle of historic downtown Victoria. Texian Books is a charming bookstore that sells new books in a collection of first editions. And today I have the owner of Texian Books, who is also my co-host, Evie Bethune, here to talk about the store and to talk about the book, All the Houses Were Painted White by Rick Gardner. And it's a book that features the historic homes in the Golden Crescent, so not just Victoria. I also have a very special guest here from the Victoria Main Street Project, Danielle Williams. She is here to talk about the hidden gems in downtown Victoria, what's going on with the Victoria Main Street Project, what we can expect to see coming up in the next few weeks leading up to the holidays, and just some really great things in the good old downtown Victoria, Texas area. So welcome, guys. And thank you for having me. Oh, we're so excited that you're here. So, Danielle, what can we expect from the Victoria Main Street Project? What do you guys have going on? Wow, we have we have a lot of stuff going on. I have a lot of irons in the fire, but the big heavy hitter that we have coming up is the downtown master plan. And so we've hired a consultant, Friesen Nichols, who will also work with Civil Corps, who is a local in- engineer architect. And um, we're going to be seeking feedback from the local citizens and community on what they want their downtown to look like and feel like and c- hopefully create a sense of place later down the road um, with what they want in their downtown, whether it's which I, I probably already think I know what it is because <laughs> I have a, a wish list of myself. Um, but, you know, more more live things going on, keep revitalization of downtown, you know, whether we're fixing up buildings or if we're having more events and then more so just more food, restaurants, bars, and uh, boutique shops, hopefully. That sounds wonderful. I love going. I love going antique shopping. I know that's not like something people do anymore. I feel like now everybody wants new modern things, but I love old pre-loved things. I also know that there is a artisan market coming up soon. Yeah, so we're going to have our host our first artisan market on November 21st, and it's going to be right behind the box coffee in the parking lot. I am seeking vendors to sign up. It's about $20 to sign up and have a space, but they can come sell their goods, whether it's... um. Uh, masterpieces, ceramics, sewing, um, anything handmade or homemade. And then it's open and free to the public to come and shop. That's so neat. And I know Texian is having author signings in a book sale. That yes, day. we are. We actually have, we're hoping for four authors to be at our author signing for the November artisan market. And so we're working on confirming that right now. Um, and you'll be able to come and talk with them and get signed copies of their books and um, kind of come check out the bookstore and see what we've got going on here. So we're actually super excited that Main Street is taking the initiative to bring people downtown, to bring business downtown, and to bring creative and unique stuff down here so that people have uh, kind of the motivation to come down here and see what's going on. It's not all about what's going on on Navarro. It's true. <laughs> not everything exists at the mall. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on downtown. And I think it's a great point to make that Texian books, yes, come buy books, but come and read books. Come and work. Absolutely. You can come, you can um, hang out and work here. We have free coffee, but also you can get 
you know, the specialty coffee across the street at the coffee box. And Vela Farms is open. Hoovars is open. Fasadis is open. Uh, there's places to come and eat down here. We have lots of space where you can just kind of come and hang out. You can bring groups. You can book taxi in for free for a meeting for your club or organization if you want to do that. Um, and, of course, we have events. Now, COVID has kind of put a damper on a lot of these events. But hopefully we're rounding the bend on some of this COVID stuff. And once it's under her control or better yet, eradicated, we'll be we'll come back to having more public events and, and parties and uh, live music and kind of the stuff that we were aiming to do before this COVID crisis hit. That's really neat. So we can look forward to more author signings, maybe book events, hopefully in the new year when things settle down a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, author signings are fantastic. They are part of the bread and butter of an independent bookstore. And they're one of the things that independents do really well that big box stores just aren't really equipped to do. Um, and they're really great in person, especially for local authors, because, you know, there are a lot of people in Victoria, as you've learned from these, these podcast episodes, what we've been doing that have written books or do have really interesting hobbies, things to say, interesting things that are going on in the crossroads and Texian really strives to be a place where people can come present those ideas to the community. So that being said to both of you, how important is it that Victoria does have and downtown has this cute little spot of an independent bookstore? I think it's the perfect place. You know, when you talk about Navarro, that's all commercialized stuff that you can probably get anywhere else. But downtown is really the true character of Victoria. Um, When you talk about the history and the architecture and things, and then when you add something unique like an indie bookstore, it it just adds to that flair, I guess, or that attraction that um, you want to see in a downtown because that's where you find your unique stores and shops and restaurants and things like that. Not not out there on Navarro. No. <laughs> we are we do not sell what they have at Target because I think that's the only place I can think of that has books. Yeah, I mean we certainly do have some overlap of, with what they've got going on at Target. But we also have more than what they have going on there and we will always offer more than they're able to offer because we can tailor our selections to our community. And that's one of the purposes behind an independent bookstore. The American Booksellers Association does a really great national push for independent bookstores. And one of their talking points is that indies are uniquely situated to present the uniqueness of a community. Mm -hmm. And I I think you all know from various episodes of this podcast, (laughs) do not live in Victoria. And one of the reasons that my husband and I chose to come to Victoria and kind of make it our larger city of choice um, for things our children need and and for things that we need and and want to see in South Texas is its uniqueness, is its history. Victoria has an advantage over most municipalities in Texas. If you look at the history of how Victoria was developed, it is something worth preserving. And it's not just worth preserving for the sake of that preservation itself. There is an economic advantage to it. But we need to align ourselves properly and come up with a plan to capitalize on this. If we don't, we are writing off the single biggest asset that Victoria has going for it, which is the historic downtown. Mm -hmm. It's it's such a beautiful place. I grew up in a house that is two blocks away from Main Street and downtown. So I walk my dog and I, I just, I love the buildings of downtown. I love the square and 
every time I go to the square, I feel like I see a new thing or I have a different experience. I love the courthouse. It has a gorgeous glass elevator. And also for those of you who don't really know Victoria or you're listening in and it's not one of the major cities in Texas. So Victoria is, I know (laughs) Victoria is uniquely located. We're about 30 minutes from the coast, but we are I always joke and say we're two hours from civilization and or Nordstrom, but we, we are two hours from Houston, Austin, San Antonio and Corpus Christi. So we truly are the crossroads of South Texas. I talk to people and we're a good pass through, but we're trying to make it a destination for people. And I think downtown is such a gem and it has, it has so much potential that should be, that should and could be harnessed. And I think Danielle and their plan I think you guys are ready to do that. Y'all are hitting the nail on the head. I mean, with this downtown master plan, it is that. It is a plan to try to create that roadmap for us to, you know, really highlight historic preservation, what all is unique in downtown, and try to get some of those folks from Houston, Austin, Corpus, San Antonio to come here, spend the day, spend the night, even better, you know, and, um, we need to do a better job of highlighting those things. We need to do a better job of capitalizing off of that uh, tourism. And um, that that master plan will hopefully map all that out. It will come with a financial plan. Um, so I'll, I'll have everything lined out for me, hopefully by the end of this, come probably summertime next year, a roadmap for the next five, five to ten years of things that I'm going to be going after, whether it's development, whether it's creating incentive programs, whether it's infrastructure, you know, creating a fun space somewhere downtown, maybe even a catalytic project where we, I don't know, there's an amphitheater somewhere or a civic center or something like that. Um, So that's what I look forward to is really taking this plan and running with it. I love the incentive program because there's so many cute restaurants or not restaurants, so many cute stores in town that I would love to see downtown. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that's really true. So, you know, Kenneth and I own other stores in Victoria. And as somebody who's engaged on multiple levels of the real estate market here, both downtown and then, you know, going up Navarro to the newer parts of the city, take a look. If you're a business owner and you are looking to open a store, take a look downtown. Rents in Victoria for commercial space are not cheap. Downtown might actually end up being less expensive and you might be providing a really unique service and good to Victoria in choosing to invest and develop downtown. Mm-hmm. And people are willing to help you do that, like Danielle. Exactly. So, the, you know, the thing that's neat about downtown is a lot of the property owners and the landlords, if you will, own this property downtown and they also serve on my main street board. Yes. And they live in Victoria. And they live in Victoria. So, you know, I can set up that meeting and we can have a negotiation of some sort or, and you know, one thing that I want to try to do eventually is work with some of these property owners and do like a pop-up shop where you can come, you can try on the building for size and work out a deal where it's like a six month lease see how it goes, and then maybe y'all can make it a long-term stay. The other thing that's been kind of unique is a um, you can rent the space or come in there and just do an art gallery. So that way the space is not empty for long periods of time, and it can still showcase that space. So that, that's one of the things I'm working on. The other thing I'm working on is a virtual uh, Imagine the Possibilities tour. Um, a lot of main streets are doing that. So basically you go through and you kind of do a walkthrough of the, biz, the the space, the lease space, the space for sale, and uh, give a general background on what it is. And hopefully it attracts more people to want to come see it or move in and start up their own business. What are some hidden gems that 
are in downtown Victoria, that if you didn't grow up here or you don't work downtown and you're not here all the time, that you wouldn't necessarily be able to find or know about? So I think there are a lot. I think most of the businesses that do exist downtown right now are kind of unique hidden gems. Um, you know, aside from the businesses that, that I own and operate, um, Texian Books and Bethune and Son, both obviously unique hidden gems. Um, you know, Fasadis, for example, did you know that's the oldest delicatessen in Texas? Mm-hmm. Right? That's mm-hmm. cool. Like there, there's something um, really unique about seeing yourself as as a part of history when you're eating your lunch. Um, I think Hoovars, I mean, the pizzas that they put together are really awesome. That's the kind of quality and the kind of creativity that you would expect in San Antonio and Houston. And here it is in little downtown Victoria, Texas. Did you know we do cemetery tours? It's right now as we're recording, it's Halloween. You'll hear this after Halloween, but maybe for next Halloween, did you know that there are haunted cemetery tours in the cemetery downtown? I would not do them because I like to sleep at night, but that is very cool. I I wouldn't either (laughs) because being scared is not really my thing, but I think that that is a thing for a lot of people. We have so much history. Victoria predates the state of Texas. Victoria predates the United States of America. Victoria has been a part of another country, has been part of a war for independence. It has all of the history and unique attributes that you could possibly want in a small city. And, you know, I equate it in my head to a place like Fredericksburg. What's special about Fredericksburg? Well, it has unique history, right? It has Mm -hmm. the German influence. And people who live in Fredericksburg got together and they capitalized on that. Mm-hmm. And that is what Victoria hasn't done yet. And there's a there's a big push to do it. And when we do, I think we're going to see a lot of day tourism from people who live in San Antonio, mm-hmm. who live in Corpus, who live in Houston. And they're going to come and they're going to have lunch at Hoovars and Fasadis. And then they're going to walk around and go on our house tour for the book that we're about to talk about. Because these houses, I mean, the Jules Leffland houses in Victoria are phenomenal. I mean, a, a, an incredible degree of architectural skill that went in at the turn of the century to these houses that still exist today and have survived God knows how many hurricanes at this point. Mm-hmm. But this is the kind of stuff that people want to see. This is the kind of stuff that people take day trips to come and look at. And then when you have a cute downtown, you have a place to eat, you have a place to shop, people come. They do. And I, because I, I love going to, I mean, I spent my... 24th birthday in Cuero going in shops I went to the Cuero pecan house which was a lot mm-hmm. of fun and then yeah, we just spent the day walking around Cuero went to all the nurseries and like was those kind of places it was really neat I think a couple other since you know living down here I love driving down Santa Rosa I love the mm-hmm. trees the homes it's just it gives you that good southern drive that everybody the, the quintessential trees can tree canopy driving by beautiful homes um food wise downtown i would say hidden gems would be rosita's down on mm-hmm. water because oh my goodness the food is so good i also love mumu's for fried chicken and <laughs> just, i've always gone there and um mumford's I always have to say Mumford's. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely Mumford's. Okay, I want to give Ty Orchid a shout out. Oh, so good. <laughs> I mean, that was one, that's one I discovered through the Waiter app, actually. And I was shocked how good it was. And I ate there last night, in fact. So, No, it's so good. And they're wonderful people, too, which just makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. You have any gems for us, Danielle? Well, I was kind of interested. Did you say that your house has a glass elevator? No, oh, not okay. my house. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, the courthouse. Oh, the courthouse. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the courthouse is very neat. 
very neat structure. And if you go, if you go in there and you ask, they will take you to the secretary's office and there's a cutout in the floor. So when they rehabilitated that courthouse, they found all these artifacts, right? So in the, in the floor, there's a glass over the cutout. You can see the ground and the dirt underneath, but then there's like all these other little artifacts that they found when they were rehabilitating the courthouse. I guess that was, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 years ago. That's crazy. I had no idea. It's really neat. And then they have the tile that's a smiley face that you have to find for, find it. So that's a fun activity for kids. One of these days I'm going to do a tour of the, uh, courthouse. I'll, I'll organize it with them and I'll just take people through there because there's some really neat things in there. Do you know that there's actually, I've talked to so many people when I was in college that they, the reason why they knew Victoria is because they went on a, on a drive to all of the small towns in South Texas to see the courthouses. Yeah. I mean, all, all the, it's funny, all the county seats were kind of in a competition of who had the best courthouse and they built them all. (laughs) And, uh, ours was built in 10 months. Really? Wow. I have read in a couple of books where it was read, it was built in 10 months, which is shocking because that place is massive. And I don't know, you might have to fact check me on that one, but I've read that somewhere. And also downtown, we have a historic driving tour because of the rich history of Victoria. We have all of these beautiful homes and that kind of goes into our book that we're talking about today. All the houses were painted white by Rick Gardner. And I think it has to do with the Victoria Preservation Society also. But this book not only covers Victoria homes, it also covers the whole Golden Crescent, which if you don't know what that is, I don't blame you if you don't. It is Cuero, Gonzalez, Hallettsville, Schulenburg, Goliad, Beeville, and Victoria. So Evie, do you know any very old, very pretty houses in Beeville? I do know some old pretty houses in Beeville. Um, so I actually, you know, because I live in Beeville, was super excited to see Beeville included in this book, which um, definitely made me buy it as a coffee table book. But there is, there are two actually, I think, from Beeville included in the book. And one is our art museum. So we actually have a really awesome art museum in Beeville that is maintained by the um, Joe Barnhart Foundation. It's a historic house, very much like what you would see in downtown Victoria, um, I think circa 1850. And the thing that impresses me the most about these houses, and you see it consistently through this book, is the quality of craftsmanship without the technology that we have today. I mean, so things are just put together so well that they have stood the test of time in a way that houses and structures today don't do quite as well. Um, But the cool thing about this book is when you flip through it, it gives you the history of the houses and kind of gives you like fun facts about what happened in the houses. So I think Kate is thumbing through what's your favorite house in the book? My house. (laughs) Okay. Her house is her favorite house. So my house is actually a Jules Leflin home. And so what he did is he took a century of homes. The photos were taken in 1975. It's pretty, he tried to shoot, I think for a hundred years after these homes were born, born, (laughs) Uh, built. That's what I meant to say. Um, So it's kind of neat. This actually, the picture of my house in this is before my parents even bought the house. So it's, it was kind of neat to see what it looked like before the climists got their hands on it. My dad's office is also a Leflin home, which is cool and has beautiful history behind it. But it's neat because, so our house was actually built to be Jules Leflin's home. So all of his other homes throughout Old Victoria have these beautiful grand staircases 
And then ours has this incredibly plain staircase that, and it only has one in the house. And when we got it, there were, I don't think there was one closet. There might've been one small closet in the house and there was a really cool secret passageway, but we ended up, it wasn't very safe. So I think my parents, you know, they had a kid. We had to, we had to make things safe. Baby Kate can't get stuck in the secret passageway. Exactly. (laughs) Between the first and second floor. But these homes are so gorgeous and they have so much history and For a town like Victoria, it is so special to have these homes that people have taken care of. I know even since this book was published, people have repainted, redecorated. Just go and drive by. Go do the downtown historic home tour through Old Victoria, through Diamond Hill, through downtown. Maybe stop and go have lunch at the Pump House because the Pump House over on Staten, you pass by gorgeous homes over there. It's just a wonderful afternoon activity. So say you come down for a a Sunday, go have brunch at the pump house and then go drive around before you head back to wherever you're heading home to. Yeah. So fun piece of trivia about me. When I moved to Texas, when I got married six years ago, I moved to Texas. Um, We didn't really have any of the interest in Victoria that we have now. And um, at the time, my husband was helping coach volleyball really part-time at St. Joe. And so I'd come over once in a while and there was Starbucks. So that was, that was my draw. And it kind of got to the point where I'd get so bored in Beeville that I would drive to Victoria and I would get Starbucks and I would eat lunch. And then I would spend probably 45 minutes to an hour driving around downtown and just kind of like slowly rolling by the old houses because I really enjoyed it. It was relaxing for me. I love the history of them. I love how beautiful they are and they can really transport you in your mind to a different place in time. And that's really relaxing for people. People enjoy that in this day and age of fast paced technology to kind of get a little bit of a throwback to what life was like and where we've come from. It can be incredibly relaxing. It is. And I don't know. I love things like Gone with the Wind. Again, I like to antique. I like old things. And yes, I am 24 years old. So it is possible to like old things and not be old. Is that what I should have said? It's possible to like (laughs) things and be a millennial. You're kind of an old soul, though. I am. I do. It's very true. I'm actually a 65 year old woman trapped in a 24 year old body. I'm thinking more like 75. That's probably true, too. (laughs) That's actually really true. But this book is so beautiful. The photos are so gorgeous. And what he did was because they are Victorian homes, so they're all different colors. You drive down Santa Rosa, and you have everything from a pink house to a blue house. And he took all of these photos in black and white, so you can really see the details in the craftsmanship. It's it's just mm-hmm. a very beautiful book. And if you if you do live in the Golden Crescent, what a great way to harness a little piece of history for your house to have this book on your coffee table. Well, I think it gives us a lot of hope for the future too, because look at all of the things that we have accomplished. You know, not every municipality in Texas, in the United States has neighborhoods like this. It is not something that we should take for granted. So I think that gives us a lot to be proud of, and it gives us a lot to build on moving towards the future, which I think is really what Main Street is trying to do. So I really encourage you all to come down, check out what Main Street's got going on, check out what downtown's got going on. When we have these events, come out and support it. And I think that the city of Victoria and the Golden Crescent overall will benefit from focus on downtown and from a little reflection on our history. Also, I wanted to mention that I, I didn't say this earlier, but behind Texian Books downtown on the corner of San Rosa and Maine, 
there is this really cool, I love this space. It's a, it's a bar called Moonshine. And if you're not from Victoria, I think it's a great place to go and have a, a drink at five o'clock. Go and they always have really cool music videos. The feel in there is so old world and rich that I just, I really love that bar. And so fun fact, Texian is open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday till seven. So if you wanted to come peruse the bookstore or Bethune and Son, you can go right before you go have a drink at Moonshine. Yes, how convenient. I think it's very convenient. Uh, yeah. I think it's great having that in our right outside our back door, actually. Yeah, literally in our in our backyard. Thank you, Danielle, so much for coming today and talking with us. I, I know everybody is always interested on in what's going on downtown. Yeah, hopefully we can keep uh, putting it out there. And thank you for having me on this podcast to help those efforts. Um, our public uh, communications office is doing a great job trying to get the word out there. And I hope Texian Books and Bethune Sun is very successful in the future with what we have coming down the pipeline. And hopefully we can just continue to grow downtown. I think that's fantastic. And I love how y'all are being so extremely proactive and taking what the community wants into consideration throughout this entire process. You have to. <laughs> Otherwise, you plan to fail. Well, that's that's so true. And so when can we expect to see um, this master plan? When do you think that will be? I know you said summer, probably. Right. So um, we'll get started with our first kickoff, hopefully in November. Um, I don't have an exact timeline yet. They're still working out some details. But then it is an eight to nine month long process. Um, so just like that, you know, we want to take our time. We want to get it right so that when we move forward, it is a good, solid plan. Um, but that's that's why I say probably June June time Excellent. frame. Excellent. Well, mm-hmm. we will keep our eyes open. We will. And we will that. also support you guys in the artisan market and the tree lighting ceremony. And I know Victoria just can't wait. And the Christmas parade, the drive through Christmas parade. Yes. We've got tons of Christmas going on this year. I love it. I can't wait. That's it's exciting. We need a little celebration. We do. This I mean, if we, if we, we're getting through 2020 guys, we're going to make it. Yeah. We're That's at. why I was so hell bent on getting this tree because we need some joy and some hope. We do. Yes. We do. Yes. We just, we deserve a Merry Christmas. We absolutely do. Well, thank you, Danielle, so much. And guys, go grab your copy of All the Houses Were Painted White. It's a beautiful book. It's a local coffee table book. I don't know how you can do better than that. And thanks, Evie, for coming and talking about the bookstore. Of course. It's near and dear to my heart. Well, that's good because you work there. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time on the Texian Review.